What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. All right, we are live. Here we are. That's every great live. Dude, you, right. you, you address everybody first. This is your, this is your show. Okay, so uh, Kyle Draper and I have known each other for probably three years now. I think we've been saying three years. Four for three years. years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think so, it's probably more like four. This is our first time to actually meet, so it was, it was kind of cool because we've been you know friends online for a long time. So Kyle was going to be here in the area uh, teaching a class. Yeah. And uh, Kyle, again, we hadn't met, so he said, you know what, I'm going to come by and, and visit you at the office. And, um, and so here we are. Uh, so we've got some other agents uh, here, uh, AJ, Rebecca, Benton, and Brandy. And uh, we said, you know what, we are going to talk about uh, social media marketing with the social media marketing great himself. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so... I, you know, I, all, these all these all go different ways. I, I think I think we have to first point out just the power of like you and I truly being in the in the in the same room for the first time ever. Yeah. Today, and it there's no hint of I'm meeting someone for the first time. There's no surprise, right? Like yeah. that's yeah. that's the power of, of social media. Yeah. Right. That the way, so I, I had somebody on my podcast a few weeks ago that talked about, so it's, it's literally called a parasocial relationship. And this is why I like famous people in the stalkers, right? Because they've convinced themselves that like, oh, Brad Pitt only knew me. Of course he wanted to be married to me. And, like, <laughs> and, and this is why famous people are like, a lot of them are really nice because they understand this concept that like you think you have a relationship with them. But you don't. But they're nice to you anyway. And and the reason this happens is our brains were designed that whether I'm watching a movie or I'm watching Jared's live video, my brain is processing everything the same way. Right? The brain doesn't necessarily know the difference between the movie, the Facebook Live, your YouTube channel. We just associate people on the screens as kind of celebrity status. And it's so weird. And and I'm sure you you've had people and you've had people like run into you and they're like, like are you are you that why do I know? What like they're so confused and it's because they've literally seen you before. And and so this is the power of what we accomplish on social media by just simply showing up there. Mm-hmm. Right? What I love about what he does and, and you're the opposite spectrum of him, right? He's, you hate she no, I don't. But, but I'm not good at what she's. I'm naturally good at what you do well. I'm not good at what she does well, which is why I don't do hardly anything that she does. And we're gonna let her talk about YouTube, and I'm not gonna say a word about it. 
but it's it's just raw authentic video. Yeah. You're on the back porch, you know, on the back yeah. porch grilling. You're out at Square in McKinney, right? You're just out and about. Then you watch Rebecca, and it's very polished. There's a professionally done intro, right? She probably did multiple takes to get the exact thing she wanted. And so the, the bottom line is, none of it's better or worse. It's picking your natural gifting, right? I suck at everything you do. So do I. So why would I go and invest six hours of my energy into something I already hate when I can just hit Facebook Live mm -hmm. and we're here. We're, in, we're on camera right now. We're on your camera right now. There's people watching this. It's just choosing the way you want to do it. But the power is I'm running into people now that are literally ready to give me money. Before we've ever had a conversation. Yeah. All right. I just booked my biggest speaking gig ever last week at Berkshire Hathaway's national convention in March. And the conversation literally went like this. Somebody told us about you. We went and looked you up online. Are you available March 14 and 15? And how much do you charge? Like that was literally the conversation. And I just answered the questions. They're like, great. We'll give you a contract. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so wait, I don't need to like tell you how awesome I am. <laughs> and I don't need, you, know, you don't want to ask me for referrals because there's so much of me online. They're bought into me before we ever even meet. This is what most realtors are missing. Mm -hmm. It's just the ability to live our lives in front of the camera and watch people be attracted to that. I think that's so, so cool. Um, I was talking to somebody about it this morning and I said, imagine, you know, three months from now, you know, you're a real estate agent, you find out that someone you know is going to list their house for sale. Well, you may be hustling like crazy to build rapport, to get that person to know, to like, and to trust you. Well, if your competitor has been proactively broadcasting their personality, because that's what comes through in video, it's not just great plan text. I mean, it's real. You know, right. People are good at reading, you know, body language and just, you know, deciding whether or not they trust you. Uh, if you're doing that kind of stuff proactively, then every day you are, there are hundreds of people who are reminded what you do for a living. And like you said, you could be playing video games and find out that you just interviewed one a job. Yeah. <laughs> just a video version of yourself. So it's just percent crazy. It, it's and I, because and I'm Rebecca, I'm so glad you're here because we get to speak to to a totally different angle than what we do well, and and because there's so much power in I can go to bed every night and I have what I call my foot soldiers working on my behalf while I'm literally sleeping. What are my foot soldiers? It's my content. I wake up to new views, to new comments, to new shares while I'm sleeping, right? So like right for right now, like good for you, you, you have another job to make ends meet, but you also want to start a career in real estate. If you're not careful, right, the real estate career will never happen because you convinced yourself, I have to let all these things line up before I have the authority that Jared or Rebecca thinks they have to be able to speak to people about real estate when like, did you already pass your test? Yeah. Your congratulations, right? Here's your trophy. You already know more than 99% of the people that live in Dallas for worth about real estate. Mm -hmm. 
So and stop convincing. Yeah, go ahead. Just don't, I guess, uh, your past experience or even your current experience, like what job you're working at right now, what you're doing, um, don't discount that as yeah. not having real estate experience. You, if you've lived in the Dallas area um, and you know people and you've lived, like for me, I've lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area my entire life. I just got into real estate five years ago. You know, someone that's been in the business for 20 years or 30 years, you know, me coming in at five years, well, you know, I've, I've been here all my life. I just added real estate to as a part of my arsenal of mm -hmm. things that I'm good at or things that I know yeah. how to do, right? And on top of that, part of why you come to a place like Keller Williams or whatever brokerage you guys are, are a part of that are watching online, right? We're going to be biased towards Keller Williams because we're in Keller Williams, right? And so part of why you don't just go some find some Joe Blow with a broker license that can let you hang it because it's cheap, you get arsenal, right? You get weaponry to come alongside you. So at the end of the day, you just need people to trust you because you know if I come across something that I don't know the answer to, that's what Jared's for. That's what Rebecca's for, right? That's what that's what the community's for. That's why you know KW still believes in like putting people in a building together and building that camaraderie because collectively you can serve people that way, right? And so you don't have to be the end all be all. The the reason I I can tell every human I run into I can help you. Is it because I'm some arrogant jerk that thinks I'm so gifted at everything? No, it's because I know that I've surrounded myself with enough people that are good at things I'm not good at. So that when you ask me a question, I'm like, oh, that's a great question. I've never been asked that before. I can go tap into my people and I'm going to end up helping you because of, of what I've surrounded myself with. And, and this is why most realtors suck at doing social media. This is why he's crushed it from day one of being in real estate. And it's so funny because the very first time we ever talked, he was in lending. And while we're on camera together, I don't know if we were actually broadcasting at this point, but you were like, I just feel like I could do real estate better than most of the realtors I know. And he was like, I don't mean this arrogantly. And, and I remember being like, what are you doing? Like go, go do it. Right. And, He's doing it, right? And so th this is this is where we win. And the way for you guys to win today is just freaking start, mm -hmm. right? There, I, I got asked this morning because um, I taught a TikTok class. Mm -hmm. I have a thousand followers on TikTok right now. Big deal, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> um, I'm not the end. I'll be all of anything TikTok. And so I'm teaching this TikTok class. And I don't tell you how to do a new video. I'm not teaching you how to use the edits and how to pick a filter. Freaking YouTube has that. I've got to be different. And so you guys have to be looking in, in your real estate business like, how am I set apart? Or am I just regurgitating information to people that they can go get online from anywhere? Right? 20 years ago, the reason realtors were so important is because they literally possessed information that consumers couldn't find. They carried books around. Yeah. That was the MLS, right? Now, Zillow offers information way better than you can offer it. Google offers information faster than you can give it to somebody. So if you're not showcasing your personality, if you're not talking about certain subject matters on YouTube, like you're failing and your real estate career will be over before it ever starts. 
if you're just trying to regurgitate real estate knowledge to people. This is why it's so valuable to let our personalities shine mm -hmm. on these platforms and not get caught up in, but like, what do I do with the Facebook Live after I do it? Let's talk about that after you do a Facebook Live. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that'd be like me going, dude, like, tell me what I need to do, like, after I lose 50 pounds. And, and be like, that's not important yet. Yeah. Like, let's lose 50 pounds. And then we'll talk about what you want to do after that. But we do all of this because secretly or publicly, we're scared to death. And so we're looking for every reason in the book to validate me not wanting to do it. Yeah. And we'll find enough people, right? You have enough people in your life. Rebecca, you have enough people in your life that if you said, oh, I haven't done a video in a month, they're going to go, that's okay. That's okay. They'll validate it. But that doesn't mean that's the right thing. And, and so we've, we've just, we've got to be pushing through and, um, and then this is where the battle is won. Mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you guys how many notebooks I have filled up with incredible knowledge that I've never applied. Because if you're not careful, you'll sleep good tonight because you'll go, man, I took four pages of notes today. I learned a lot. But if you don't actually get in the game and apply anything, right? Like it'd be like LeBron talking about, like, man, practice. We I crushed it in practice last mm -hmm. week. Like, well, you suck with the game. <laughs> yeah, dude, the practice, man, it was awesome. <laughs> we gotta actually play in the game. And 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 this is this is where we're starting, you know? Kyle, an interesting point that I think you make is just how important it is to be top of mind. Um, yeah. Because like I was telling someone today that, you know, take insurance, for example. I probably am connected with 30 insurance agents on Facebook. Yeah. If you ask me to name Insurance agents, I can probably name three. Mm -hmm. And why is that? That's because they broadcast their personality. You're, there's actually something there to remember. It's not just, hey, once a month, hey, does anyone have any insurance? No, you actually know them as if you knew them in real life. Right. Um, and that's huge. Um, I went to lunch with a business you know, uh, friend slash acquaintance for the first time probably a year ago. And um, the guy is hilarious. He's like so good at just, you know, making you laugh. And, you know, and I told him, I said, man, we've been connected on social media for years. And I never knew this about yeah. him. I was like, man, you have to broadcast that because if people saw that, how many people are just thumbing through their feeds at, you know, 12 o'clock on their lunch break? looking for something to entertain them or, you know, and if we're not taking advantage of that, um, I heard an interesting quote that you probably know, know uh, the smart, the average smartphone today has the more computing power than NASA did when we originally landed on the moon. Oh my wow. gosh. So you've got, you know, up to pretty much everyone you've ever met virtually, you can connect with online, you've got the supercomputer in your pocket, and if you're not, you know, taking it a step up, and I think that a problem, a mistake that a lot of uh, realtors and you know, loan officers and people who are in sales make is they use their personal, like, oh, have I done this before? Personally, no, that's not something I do. 
Um, if you're running a business, you need to almost create a, an identity for that business. That yeah, it, it, it man, when we did, did that first live, like <laughs> however many years ago years now, yeah. um, dude, I was terrified. I was I was literally my hands are sweating, and like I've gone back and watched that video, and it's it's pretty pathetic on my part. <laughs> um, but I read that uh, Chip Gaines on Fixer Upper when they started doing that show, yeah, he was terrified of the cameras, like, and he's like one of the most social, outgoing people that yeah. you think you'd ever meet. And he said that he would go down the street and literally throw up. And it was a couple months into the show that he said the cameras just disappeared. Well, for me, um, you know, marketing my business on social media was just like that. It was like when yeah. I started doing it, I hated it. And I've had people say, oh, you, you enjoy that and you like video. Well, over time, it's just something that you do and you do grow to like it. Um, but I think that's a very important point to make, you know, for anybody watching is it doesn't come naturally. Sometimes yeah. you just have to force it, put yourself out there yeah. and then it gets, you know, a lot easier. 100%. Mm -hmm. And I actually take it as far like I hate social media <laughs> and it's crazy. Like that's literally how I make money, right? Teaching people how to be good at social media, but I hate it from the standpoint of like, I'm very confident in myself, so I don't need you to validate my posts. Like, I don't need likes to feel good about myself, which is why most people do social media, mm -hmm. to feel like somebody cares, right, to gain confidence. And But for me, I had to realize I don't love social media, but I love what it allows me mm -hmm. to accomplish. And that's why I do it. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many people that could, that could look at you, record could look at you and go, well, of course you're good at it. You love to do it. Like that's what they say to validate why they don't have to do it. Yeah. And that's totally the wrong mindset to have. I think um, you have to go in it just like I know that Kyle likes to say this. You have to go in it knowing that you're going to suck and you have to be okay with it. Heck yeah. And mm -hmm. you just kind of, you have to, um, you have to plan it out. I'm a big planner. So I, I like to, to plan it out and write it out. I think that's probably why I, the polished content appeals to me and to YouTube mm -hmm. more is because I do like to have a plan because my, my degree is in education. So what I'm trying to convey to people, I'm trying to teach people on my YouTube channel about an area, about a neighborhood. Yeah. So as a teacher and as a person, I know that I love to see video and I love to see um, not only just someone just like a talking head, but I want to see photos of what that person is actually talking about. So if they're talking about the star in Frisco, I want to show them and have footage of yeah. the star in Frisco mm -hmm. while I'm talking about it so they can feel like they're there with me. And then I take them on this journey through the with the video. And I storyboard and I map and I plan it out, put it together. And now I've gotten to where... I'm able to hire out the editing piece of it, so I'm not having to do as much there. Okay, so yeah. But <laughs> I love it. But before, I mean, but it does help to um, to learn the editing, so that way you know how the other exactly. person how to, hire, how, yeah. how to hire that editor, and you know what to say to say to them, and how to communicate what you want to that yeah. editor too. Well, and Rebecca, one thing that's so cool about YouTube is not only can you do a better job of painting the picture on the front end, you know, by editing and, and illustration and stuff like that, but it's a platform that's evergreen, which means that, you know, somebody, if they're Googling, you know, the star, you know, your video, it's 
very plausible that your video could come up a year from now. Yeah. And it's still good as new. It's still very relevant right. versus Facebook and, you know, Instagram. And, and I don't know about, you know, TikTok, but um, the content is has a very short lifespan. So it's more yeah. about frequency and um, they do consistency. like they do possess an evergreen aspect from the perspective of when somebody hears about me, they're going to go to my bio yeah. and then they can see all the yeah. content. Mm -hmm. So it still does hold that evergreen feel, but from a searchability standpoint, 100% like YouTube is, is what's always going to be the king of that. Right. And, and this is why like we, and we can have this conversation or just everybody understanding that like use the platform that makes the most sense for what you're wanting to accomplish. Right. If you need business now, I wouldn't be building a YouTube channel. Yeah. That is a slow growth, right? Like I would be encouraging more veteran video users that have an established business to now be leveraging YouTube because you can grow it over time. The moment you feel pressure that like this has to work today, otherwise my spouse is going to want to murder me. Well, right? and I think that I want to mention about YouTube is that you can actually, because I'm such a planner, right? So you can actually plan out your first four videos, get them ready to go, and then plan the next four, and then release the first four oh, one <laughs> at a time, painfully. Release those, and then that way you're not like, oh, I have to do a video this week, and you're already a month ahead of schedule. You're exposing every week in this. We talk about more than no, but one hundred percent. And it's guys, for anybody watching, if you are hearing Rebecca and you're like, yes, yes, planning, yeah. go, go, go that, like, go that route, yeah. right? Go that route. Yeah. If, if you feel the, the language of like, man, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants, right? Like I'm just sticking my, my phone in the corner and you know, like we've got to, if I try to do it like Rebecca, uh, two months in, not first of all, I'd suck at it, but two months yeah. in, I'd be exhausted. I know, but, but I, would, I would continue to suck far beyond what normal sucking is allowed. That's not true. You know, and, and so we, we've all got to just buy into what feels most natural to you? So we talked about you know picking a platform that is natural to you. Um, I feel like there's also a counter argument that okay, yes, start with what is comfortable to you, uh -huh. but anything you can duplicate over to other platforms, yep. I think is good yep. because like I'm always shocked that people are on LinkedIn. I'm like, what are people doing on LinkedIn? That's where you go when you want a job. Um, but if you have your business hat on, <laughs> you know, you want to go where there's people, right. it doesn't matter why they're there. Mm -hmm. So yes, if you're struggling, where do I start? Start with what comes natural to you. And, um, but again, you know, the cool thing about video is if you make a 30 second or a 60 second video clip, that's the one universal format that you can put on Instagram, yep. you can put it on Facebook, you can put it on LinkedIn, you can put it on Twitter, you can put it on anything. Um, so that's another thing I love about well, and you then can do that with the text. You can also turn it into a million different things. Yeah. You yeah. can turn it into a blog, you can turn it into a quote graphic, you can turn it in to a podcast episode, right? And that's where you get into your compounding content stuff. 100%. And you can re, you can reduplicate, I'm going to you know reformat and do it this way and then 
then do the vlog, and then embed the video, and that's connected to my YouTube right. channel. And it's compounding the so work that you did for one thing is compounded into like 50 different places. Yeah, like right now, and again, I'm, I'm not a TikTok expert by any means, but I'm in the middle of a 90-day video challenge that I gave myself for TikTok. So I'm on like day 80 something. I've completely lost track. I've done a freaking crap ton of videos. I know that. And what I'm learning is like, first of all, you, you learn to be real intentional with your messaging when you have 60 seconds to say something. Because I'm a long-winded pastor that's used to having an hour. And I just know like, give me an hour and I'm going to wow you. Right. Give me a minute. And that's a little harder for me. And so it's forcing me to really get concise with my messaging. Right. This is what Rebecca's learned way before I did, because in an edited environment, you have to get very intentional with your words, yeah. with your cadence, with all of those things that in a, in a live world, we never have to think twice about because we just open our mouths and whatever comes out is what you get that day. And if it was great, great. And if it wasn't, you try better tomorrow. You still have an organized live stream. I mean, you could. I, mean, I, I won't have that. But so, so, but with TikTok, so now I've learned I, I will record my TikTok on my camera roll. So one, it records mirrored. So like by the tie is going to show up the right way and not backwards. Yeah. But then it also allows me to put the raw video on TikTok and let that live on TikTok, put the raw video on reels on, reels, on Instagram because Instagram doesn't like the logo that TikTok puts on it. So they suppress reels. And then YouTube shorts. <laughs> See, and I haven't even, I, I've been wondering about YouTube shorts. MySpace? No. <laughs> MySpace, it might be coming back, man. Facebook goes out a few more times. YouTube shorts. It might open a door for That's the way to grow your... So, okay, so I'm going to pause what I was saying. Okay. And let's go to, tell us what YouTube shorts are. So I don't even know how to do one. It's same thing. 60, 60 seconds or less on the safe side, I would upload it at 58 just so that they categorize it and they group it. The algorithm does as a short. She's good. I'm going to start putting all my past TikToks on YouTube shorts. And, um, but you need to have a call to action at the very end of the video. So the call to action is always, if you want to see more uh, videos like this, consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. Bam. That's it. Like that's that's the, the the only call to action on YouTube short should be subscribe. Subscribe. So there's not like a subscribe button? There's not a subscribe button button, excuse me. Because what they're doing is they're trying to get that IG kind of reels feel to where uh -huh. you swipe up and then you swipe up. So on your phone, when you look at YouTube shorts, it's the swipe, swipe, swipe. They can view the short on like with new a new audience, like they'll recommend the yeah. the um, YouTube Shorts to a new audience, and that's how you gain followers. Oh. And then once they say, "Hey, I really kind of like this," I'm gonna go click on his channel. They click on your little your little icon, right? Okay. This is Kyle Draper, and then it takes them to your channel, and then they subscribe from there, and they may watch and then binge watch a couple more shorts. <laughs> videos. I'm about to blow um, that up. And the short form content needs to also be relevant to the YouTube yeah. videos that you right. have already mm -hmm. there. So it's like a short version of maybe something long that you yeah. did. It's I mean it's the, the same principle. Yeah, it's just the and guys, let's just remind ourselves: we're all just trying. Yeah. Even, I mean, we don't think about this enough. Even the, an attorney's office, a doctor's office, they are practicing 
right? That's why they call them practices. Attorneys practice law. Doctors practice medicine. Yet we're like, well, man, we're realtors and I'm a social media coach and I need to be perfect all the time. Like, why haven't we given ourselves the permission to say, dude, you're, you're practicing real estate. That's what, the, that's what the smartest people on the planet do. Why aren't we allowed to do it? And so I'm going to go put my first YouTube short up today. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Hashtag shorts. Right? I don't know what I'm doing. And so I'm going to suck my way through it. And that sounds terrible to say. <laughs> and I'm going to learn as I go. Yeah. We've, just, we've got to stop letting failure define us. Mm -hmm. And allow it to refine us. And I've also too um, with she, the shorts. She went so fast, I'm gonna kind of breathe. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. She's been playing. Um, with the shorts too, um, what I've been experimenting with as well is just like what I had my daughter. So I'm real mom real estate. So I like to also have content for those families, right, to show them who I am. You have like 18 kids. So I have like five kids. Yes. Might as well be, <laughs> well be 18, right? Um, so I'm, I'm on there and like, I filmed my daughters and she's like, well, 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 she's two, right? She's like, and I'm asking her questions and, but I mean, that's one of my shorts. It's like, and I don't yeah. even have a call to action. It's just there. It's entertaining, it. right? But it's yeah. still drawing people into that aspect of me that I'm a real person. I've got 16 kids, right? <laughs> two of them just died apparently because I said <laughs> And um, they're able to, to connect with me on that other level too. Yeah. Well, and, and that that's just so valuable to to this conversation. You know, like you do such a great job of showcasing the boys, showcasing your wife, right? Talking about things that have nothing to do with real estate because it has everything to do with real estate. Because we work with people we know like and trust, mm -hmm. not people that have awards sitting on their desk. Yeah. They're always in a suit. You know, I mean, that's like, that's the, like, like I'm the loud shirt guy and I'm the hat guy. Like guys, it's, it's so interesting when you just start doing more content. Like I love hats. I collect hats from the cities that I speak in. So it's very intentional. And like, I have four hats sent to me this month from realtors from around the country, from a mortgage company that are like, dude, you're the hat guy, man. We want to send you a hat. So when people see hats, they think about me. It's so dumb, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my calling card, right? We're just picking these little opportunities, right? Like if, if, if somebody that knows you, if they sit down at breakfast and there's a family next to them with like four kids, they probably go, I don't know how Rebecca does it. <laughs> like they think to you because they know who you, like I always think back, dude, I just screenshot. I saw that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. What the heck? We should unlock a new feature on the iPhone. But I think back to your post. Uh, every time I see stain on a fence, I think back to your post. Yeah. Where you y'all just had yeah, a fence yeah, stain, yeah. and you were like, "Is this too dark?" Yeah. It, and do that thing had like two hundred and something comments. Um, yeah. Every time I see a stained fence, I freaking yeah, think it's crazy. Very That's crazy. It's so like it's just so weird what our brains connect to. And we don't get to control that, right? So I just want to keep giving things for people to what I call tether. Mm -hmm. Because the more tethers I have with you, the less likely you are to ever go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And we can't accomplish this by showing up once a week on social media. 
Kyle, I'd love to hear some of the objections that you hear from realtors, mortgage people, salespeople yeah. on why they don't get on video. I know for me, and I'll let you actually answer the question. <laughs> I will let the, I'll let the room answer the question for, first. For me, uh, I think like I'm kind of an extroverted introvert. Like my natural state is introverted. And um, whenever I started doing video, uh, I had to find like a way to be regardless of who's watching. And I think what I realized is that I probably mirror. I probably like, depending on who I'm talking to, yeah. that impacts how I act. Um, so it was, it was really tough for me to get on video. It was very stressful. <laughs> and, yeah. But once I did it, I think it actually boosted my confidence even outside of social media because I was forced to say, okay, who's the version of Jared that doesn't care who's watching? How do I talk when I have no idea what, how it's being received? And so that was ironic for me because again, that this thing that made me terrified of doing it actually benefited me in areas outside of that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's huge. And I remember, because I think I probably met both of you at the same time, but I met you in person. Yeah. And so we cultivated an in-person relationship. I'd see you at classes all the time. And so I remember watching both of you early on camera, and it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I don't want to go back and look at my Like you specifically, like you were so soft-spoken and so nervous and just so shy. And like now the person you are is very different. And the same is true for you in different ways, mm -hmm. right? Just, I mean, you were like, why does it go? So the first time we did a video together, <laughs> you know? And, and so, but the bottom line is we, we just have to choose however the reason to fight through those quitting points. And we all have the different reasons why we chose to. And, and so I'd love to just open it up to the three other people we have in the room. Yeah. You know, what, is, what are your personal fears and hesitations with doing more video if you've done some, or doing video period if you've yet to do one. And I think for me, I think for me, I think I can speak for both. No, you don't get to speak for him. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I have the same point as in, to the point that we're both so young. That's just one of the things. I don't have the same barriers in fight. I think it. So what's young? How old? Just got her driver's license. Wow. I'm actually 15. I'm 11 years old. <laughs> I'm 19. Okay, so first of all, you don't carry yourself like a 19 year old, right? So I, I, I didn't, I wasn't like that's how old I thought you were, right? So I think naturally, you shouldn't worry about that because you carry yourself different. Second, go ahead. What? Sorry, I've heard that actually multiple times. It's just it's not in the state of how others see me that I'm young. It's more of that I'm young and that I need more. Uh, I'm not experiencing the way where more music, like I know really much. I know how everything works in that sense because I haven't been through that process myself. But you know, my parents, mm -hmm. they, they do that all. So I'm more in the struggle where I want to give the most accurate information I can. And when I know I'm not giving the most accurate information, I, I don't want to okay. do anything and I freeze up. So you're ready? You're ready for this? I'm ready for it. Yeah. So there's multiple ways we carry ourselves on camera. One way is is authoritative as a leader. That typically comes with season, right? Just as you've done it longer, 
right? I feel so much more authoritative now speaking about social media than I did six years ago when I started. It just comes with the territory. Another way to, to have countenance on camera is to just want people to see you as being like them. And so we don't speak from, hey, I'm awesome, follow me. We just speak from the angle of everybody's trying to get better at this. Let me share with you my experience. And, and so this is how, as a young realtor, I'm assuming you've been in the, the business for less than a year? Yeah. Okay. So you can't speak to experience the way they can. So if you're waiting for that, no, you're not going to do social media for four years, right? Of course not. So you have to just come into agreement. So this is the promise. I don't know how, what you believe spiritually, but, but I'm a huge fan of Jesus, and I follow him with all my heart. And when I got into this world six years ago, God said to me, you're going to teach realtors how to use social media. And my response to him was like, you're an idiot because I don't know anything about social media. So like, how am I going to, and, and what he gave me, which is, I believe why I'm as successful as I am today is because he said, Kyle, if you know 1% more than the people in the room, you always have something of value to offer. Whereas most people go, well, once I'm the expert, then I'll teach the class. Right. If your desire is to help people, you don't need to know 100% more than them to help them. You just need to be one step ahead. You just need to right? be able to contain. And, and that's the thing. I'm not holding off. Like I'm not waiting to be an expert. I know. But I'm more of like a like said, a planner. So before, and I've already been strategizing on video-wise, before I even make a video, I want to have the right information. So I'm going to plan my information, plan this, sure. and, do it, and then do the video. It's just me, I guess procrastinating or the, the fear in me of actually putting myself out there because I've never put myself out there on social media in that yeah. way. Even as um, I guess like a teenager on Snapchat on Instagram, I, my life for to me was always very private. Sure. So now coming into this where y'all which I did not know before, obviously our realtors were very out there. Yeah. So I did not know that. So once I got here it was more of a pause. And my family is the same way. We're very private. Yes, private. Yeah. Which I'm Whereas Jerry will expose his body and his kids, I'm not going to be exposing my parents or my siblings, maybe very, very little, but again, because we're very introverted. So that's also just another big transition to me as well. But, but you can relate to so many single people out there that aren't married yet, right? They just maybe started their career and yeah. they just graduated from XYZ college. And I get a lot of questions from right? a lot of my... So they can connect to you if they can trust you on that level because the big thing that we've been all talking about is trust. If you can convey that trust with them because to me, you know, they're going to be because they can relate to you more because they're like we're the same age and I'm single. Also, you know, you want to have your content reflect that. So your content should be about maybe um, condos, things to do when you're single, places to go. Maybe you just go to Deep Elm and just shoot some videos. I like to think about it in a way as like we're learning together. Like, but I'm going to always, I got have, like you said earlier, which I love that you said, because I have the resources to help you learn. Like, I can, I've always been reaching out to Jared or to other agents to figure out. And you don't need to constantly like, voice that. Yeah. Right? Because that would be bad if you're constantly saying, I feel that way. like, I, say, know, I know this person and I know. Um, the other thing is, because I feel the hesitancy when you talk about your family. So my wife is, is more introverted than me. She's very private. 
right? She doesn't do social media a ton. Well, she takes it in, but she doesn't post yeah. a lot. And when I started teaching social media seven years ago almost, she was like, why are you doing videos? <laughs> like she didn't get it. And, and I don't fault her for that because I, I didn't get it either. I was just like, I don't know how, but it's going to work, I promise. Right? And then I'm like, God, please let this work. Otherwise, I have lied to my wife. <laughs> and, and so I, I had to have conversations with my wife over time of like, honey, I need you to be more okay with this because this fuels my business. And I can't tell people I'm married, but I, they never see my wife. Yeah, that's like, that's weird. Right? And, and the same with my parents. I've, I've forced my parents on camera yeah. with me because it's just, it's such a fun dynamic. Because they're slightly uncomfortable, and I love to play into that and make it more awkward. <laughs> and, but at the same time, they're brilliant, and they always say something profound when I put them on camera. And and so you will have a hard time succeeding if your people closest to you don't buy into what you're doing. Because otherwise, you know, you'll be over at the house, and they'll be like, "Put your phone away," and the, they won't understand that like I was about to create content that's going to give me opportunity in front of people. And so those are conversations. I'm not saying you need to call them when you leave here and be like, we need to talk. <laughs> but just over time, you need a support system of people that, that are going to champion you in doing this more and not tell you, well, it's okay if you don't do it. It's stupid anyway. And if it's not family that you highlight, maybe you highlight friends, right? You have friends that you hang around or, or, or do things with, you know, try to get them on board and, you know, maybe you could, you know, survey the best, um, you know, wineries or whatever. Whatever, whatever you're whatever passionate, you're passionate about. about. She's like, not going to go. Uh, uh, disclaimer, uh, we do not condone underage drinking uh, on this show. Uh, so, <laughs> I think I think like your concern is, is very common in our industry, but the thing to really keep in mind is like we have a public job. Like, yeah, I used to work for a bank where they just gave me leads all day. Yeah. And that was a private job. I could work with those people and I could go home and I could be myself. We don't have a marketing team yeah. handing us business all day. So like, I think, you know, in that position, you, you have to like make a decision. Okay. Am I going to be a little more public about issues that are not really personal anyway? Like, I mean, you can watch a movie, watch the Titanic and then do a video and say, Oh my gosh, why didn't, you know, why didn't she let him climb on the raft? Anything like that, like anything yeah. that is causing people to say, Oh yeah, I like that movie too. And then before you know it, they trust you. They like you. And then every time they see the movie Titanic, they're going to be texting you and asking you to buy three houses. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because the reason this is so true is that most realtors spend their time selling houses when technology is coming to replace all of that. Zillow is going to do it faster, more efficient, maybe even for cheaper, or probably for sure for cheaper, than a physical realtor will. And so if realtors keep spending time trying to sell houses, they're going to lose to the technology. You need to be spending time selling yourself because you are the X factor in the transaction. 
right? This is why like, I love letting, letting realtors tell me like their listing presentations because most of them suck because they make it all about their own things. Yeah. It shouldn't right? be about you. It should always be about the person you're trying to serve. 100%. And trying to find the connecting point. And listening. That's the only thing you should be doing. <laughs> this, is what we, this is what we've got to do, you know? And, and so it's, if we're trying to do anything else, your, your career will be over before it starts because you won't be better than what Zillow can do. Right? They know that they're better than what Zillow can offer. Most realtors would probably say that, but it's not true because they spend their energy on all their own things. So we gotta be careful. So you too, y'all don't get off, y'all don't get off scot free, scot free. <laughs> Why are we not doing video? Honestly, I don't even, I don't know. I have no logical reason on why not to do a video. I, I do videos sometimes in my church. So, I mean, okay. there's not lives. They're always like, hey, man. but video is video. There's no reason I'm not doing it for my business other than I just, I don't, one, take the time, and two, I just don't like to see myself on camera. So don't watch your back. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't watch any of my videos, ever. I don't know. It, I'm kind of scared to be on video too. It's like, so, why? I think you were the one spreading the rumor that people are going to actually find out what you look like anyway if you do this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We. So. So. What's so funny about this? Because Ben, you're you're any different than us, right? I'm a I'm a big fat dude that's you know barely above average looking. I think, and so. I've never seen myself in a picture or watched myself in a video and gone, dang, my wife, my wife is lucky. <laughs> I've never thought that. But the reality I came to was I look like this every day. I don't know if you do that. I look like this every day. And so I don't have a problem going to Starbucks, right? I don't sit in my car and go, Bro, are you doing this? Are you about to be so brave to walk into the opening? <laughs> you are so brave. No, I park my car, I get out, I walk in, I find my friend. Right? And so the bottom line is the same people that are gonna watch your videos are the same people you walk to Starbucks and you know walk into Starbucks with. It's the same people. So this is why I spend so much of my time. The the issues we're facing are psychological issues. They're not, I don't know how to push the button. And that's not the issue. And I would say that by putting yourself out there and letting your guards down, you're, you're just building trust. Because you're like, oh, this person is not even going to hide. This is who they are. I feel like I know them well. And, you know, that's the biggest opportunity as self-employed entrepreneurs that we have, in my opinion, is the fact, again, that we've got a supercomputer that could connect us to everyone that we've ever met. <laughs> and, if, and what I told myself, you know, however many years ago when I started, I was like, Man, if I fail, you know, being again a, a self-sourced entrepreneur, and I haven't been using video, it's my fault. No doubt, like it's my fault. Like, and I wasn't ready. I just, <laughs> I just forced it. So, and we we live in a world now where we're, we really crave authenticity. So we're kind of over the overly produced, right? Like because that's not relatable. And this is why, like, in the world that you're in, 
your best videos will be the blooper reels of the videos you did because that's what people, that's what we love, right? We love, you know, I love watching SNL when they start getting tickled and they're trying not to lose character, but they start laughing. Why? Because that reminds me of their humanity. This is what we want more of. And, and so we've, this, we, we can't get caught up in always wanting to look a certain way, be a certain way. Like I'll, I'll do videos with bedhead in the car. Like I'm taking my kids to school. I'm not supposed to have a suit on. I'm taking my kids to school. I'm about to sit in the carpool lane. Why? But why is that not a good environment to do a video in? Right? So we you get fined, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I haven't yet. Maybe if I do, then I will do that. One other thing that I'll point out is when you start doing you know active marketing, you want results. So you start and you think, oh, I'll try this, I'll see how it goes. Your phone doesn't ring. And you think, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna that's I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. My you know advice is pretend like you're running for mayor. Yep. Or pretend yeah. like you're at daytime. If you ever turn on daytime talk radio, they're just talking about nothing. Right. But people love it. Because they'll say, Hey, open the door this morning for someone and they didn't say anything. And then everyone piles, oh my gosh, I hate it when that happens. Be that person and commit to doing that ongoingly, not based on, oh, well, if I don't have any results in two, three days. Because you know how many, you obviously know how many people are on social media that are lurkers. They okay. never throw you a like or show you that acknowledge that you exist. Yet I had a, a, a million dollar listing appointment from a lady that I'm connected with on Facebook that I didn't even remember we were connected. Yeah. She's like, oh, I always see your stuff. I liked it. So I'm like, you never commented. You yeah. never liked it. But that's my, you know, challenge is don't just do it and then sit back and wait for a result. Like commit that, hey, I have a job where if I'm not publicly putting my business out there, I ain't going to get any business. <laughs> so and there is, there's so much money to be made in what I call the shadows of social media. What are the shadows of social media? The shadows are Rebecca's last video had 300 views, but only four comments. And she wants to go, oh, man, I'm terrible at YouTube. I only got four comments. 296 people watched that video. They just didn't say anything. This is the shadows of social media. There are people paying attention. Like I watch videos all the time that I never actually like, I never actually comment on, but that video is influencing me and the algorithm knows that I've stopped on it. So we don't have to literally like something for people to see it over and over again because the algorithm I know, and Jared watches 18 seconds of every video Kyle does. He, he doesn't ever have to like it. The algorithm already knows that. And so if I keep putting content out, he's going to keep seeing it, keep watching 18 seconds of it. Someone called me the other day and said, I've been watching you for months. Yeah, you know they were. And they, well, yeah. that's, so that with YouTube though, because that's the platform. Okay, so I feel like Facebook is for people that you know, and maybe some people that you may not know personally. Instagram is kind of a mix of both, right? Yeah. So it's people you know, but then it's people that you don't know that you could find you through hashtags or whatever. And then YouTube is solely people that do not know you, right. pretty much, um, that are trying to find you essentially through through, through that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could be 
they they're like, wow, you know, I've been watching all of your videos for months on end, and I've been watching this and that and this, and they're getting to build that trust with you, and that's where the video aspect yeah. comes better into play than like um, just a post with you know a photo or something like that. 100%. I mean, those are important, but that's where the video aspect really brings you more top of mind than just a photo or an infographic, you know. Well, because, Rebecca, we would all say, put me across the table from someone and I'm going to win. They're going to like me. Yeah. They're going to choose to use me for my services. In person, I'm confident myself. But they also it also weeds out the people that aren't going to like you, which is what oh, I for really sure. love. Because I would hate to spend 30 minutes and have a conversation with someone that I know I'm not connected with. Yeah. That that will just totally, um, you know, I, I, that I will have a terrible time doing business with because they're not yeah. like, like me, right? Yeah. So those that are reaching out to me through these social media platforms are going to um, be able to connect with me on a more personal level. Thank you. Trying to reconnect. <laughs> um. Good stuff. This morning, I was, man, I should come back. I don't know why. Uh, the guy that I that spoke before me this morning is, is Vietnamese. And so he has an accent. He speaks great English, but he's got an accent. So do you. And, uh, and so do I. So do I. It's, not a, it's not a Vietnamese accent. But, but he talked about how, like, he could try to sound more American in his videos to appease a certain group of people that may not like his accent, but they still have to meet him in person one day. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's like, bro, go be you. Yeah. He even does some videos in Vietnamese yeah. because he can. If I can speak another language, I would do videos in German or Spanish or whatever because that would give me a uniqueness yeah. that somebody else doesn't have instead of allowing it to be seen as the reason why I don't do it. Right, there's so much power in that, and in, in just being ourselves. Uh, and so, what you haven't got to go yet, so we can't stop this thing before you get to go. Yeah, I'll say for the biggest thing for me is uh, first thing the accent. Yeah, and uh, main thing is the you know consistency because if I'm on something, just like you know, I was thinking about the YouTube. She has been motivating me and pushing me a lot to at least start something on the YouTube. Yeah, and she's like, you have certain knowledge about like you know certain Bus things. Last particularly, <laughs> that is something. Uh, it is called Indian science or architectural Indian science about the home. You know, mm -hmm. and most people in this market, if they are from my background, they'll be looking for a certain kind of houses. You might have mm -hmm. encountered those kind of people. So I know like much knowledge about that. And she's like, just start with your own language. It's going to help you a lot. You know, start two channels. Start one in English and one in your own language. So I'm like focusing much on those things, but when it comes to start the channel and something, I'm like, oh, something is missing there. It's not like I'm afraid to go on camera or something, but you know, I'm like, I should be like more knowledgeable and I should like put more content and those kinds of things. That is always like in the back of my mind. Sure. Well, I would say, as far as speaking languages goes, I don't know that I would personally recommend starting two channels all at once. Like that would just overwhelm the crap out of me. Um, it makes sense for the YouTube expert to say that because she's the expert of YouTube. Um, 
you're not where she is yet. What I've recommended to people that speak multiple languages is like do a video in English, mm -hmm. but whatever other, whatever other language you want it in, make that the subtitles. Or do the opposite. Do the opposite, yeah. Speak the video in your native language, but then put English subtitles on it. Because people read subtitles even more than they pay attention to the audio of the video at times. And so now you're tackling both groups with one effort. Yeah. Right? So, like, that's doable. And the, because the, other, the other thing that you, you guys need to be doing is that one of my favorite books is called Steal Like an Artist. And it's one of my favorite books, and it's weird. I get tagged every week from realtors all over the country that are like, thank you for telling me to buy this. I'm like, who are you? I didn't tell you to buy this. Oh, it is? Oh, my gosh. It's so awesome. So, the, how dare you use my tactic against me? But but the whole book is, is literally, it's still like an artist. And, and it talks about in the beginning of this book, that there's really no such thing as an original idea anymore. We're all regurgitating versions of other things that we've already seen. So literally, if you want to start a YouTube channel, go find top performing realtor channels and just look at what they're talking about and then talk about the same things. Every realtor in every market is dealing with a lot of the same struggles, right? It's not like we're unique to anywhere else. Right, ninety percent of the issues are going to be the issues everywhere, and so don't feel like I've got to come up with this fifty, you know, this item list of fifty things I'm going to talk about. Watch somebody else's video, copy, 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 and then how? How would what would you add? What would you make different? And then go from there. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then I most of my content is from sitting in environments like this, and I'm just listening to what you guys say you suck at, and I can do videos about it. <laughs> Because how, I mean, that's the best way to help you, right? Is to identify where you're nervous, where you're struggling, where you're failing to overcome, and then I can try to create content that helps you do those things better. So this is why you said when we mentioned listening presentations to actually listen, guys. If y'all are just listening to the people around you, right? Like like Friday night, y'all might be you know you might be with friends somewhere, and and one of your friends is like, man, I just need a new taco spot. Boom. Sear that into your brain and make it your mission to find the best tacos in McKinney, <laughs> right? Go eat at four different places over the weekend, take pictures, record a quick video at each spot, pick your favorite, go interview the owner or interview the head chef. And now you just solved your friend's problem from Friday night. And you got business contacts now for mm -hmm. businesses that you just made. 100%. And then they're going to all share it. Yeah, because they want to show people that they're awesome too. None of this is rocket science. Yeah, we just have to actually listen to what other people need, and everything else takes care of itself. Yeah, look at other people's channels. Look at other what other people are doing. Look at Jared's, you know, Facebook, uh, uh, and see like, okay, well, what is he doing that I could do? Oh, I like that. Oh, I saw that survey that he did. I'm just going to copy the picture and stick it on for mm -hmm. my people, for my feed, and pretend like it's I didn't share it, right? And another point <laughs> that is made in this book, still like an artist, mm -hmm. he says, celebrate and copy, right? So what most people will do is they'll look at Jared and instantly go, oh, man, he already did that. Dang it. I want to do that. And now they're mad. 
Or they'll be like, dude, he's just so good at that. I'll never be that good. <laughs> and so we end up in negative emotion. Yeah. Whereas we should go, bro, that was a great video. Now I'm going to go do the same one, but it's kind of <laughs> right. Celebrate and copy. Because my friends aren't his friends. Right. His friends aren't my friends. I could literally knock off everything he does. 99% of our audiences would never be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Was so, that Jared's video yesterday? <laughs> so, that gonna happen? So, so two thoughts that I have on you know this this idea of copying, and then uh, we'll let you go, Kyle. I know your time's valuable and appreciate it. I freaking talk about this till the sun goes down. So uh, the Beatles. The Beatles are, you know, arguably the most successful, most successful band of all time. Arguably, the yeah. Beatles. Uh, every phase they ever went through can be traced back to whoever they were listening to at the time. Like there was never, there's never a sound that they made. And I'm a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. But there's never a phase that they had that wasn't influenced by, right. you know, others. And um, one thing that I've started doing is, man, I'll listen to a podcast and. It just really gets my, you know, ideas flowing or whatever. And I'll write down like five takeaways and I'll get on and do a video and I'll say, Hey, I listened to the podcast. I'm going to drop the link in below. Here's my five favorite things that I learned from it. It's I'm not even pretending that that's my, right. you know, you're my teaching ideas. as you go. It's one of the ways that we talked about earlier. I'm relaying that but right. in the process. People are like, Oh, that's, that's a cool idea. And, uh, you know, again, getting my name out there. For my business, so huge, man. Yeah, I'd like to share one final story if I can. You can, you definitely can. <laughs> so, I was reading. I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits, which is a super cool book if you haven't read. Um, it'll make you feel really terrible about yourself. <laughs> so that's super fun. Um, but in the book, he tells a story of a professor that was teaching a photography class at a, at a university, and so on the first day of class, everybody comes in, and he's like, "Here's the deal." This half of the room, the only thing you're going to be graded on for the entire semester is you have to submit 100 photos. If you submit 100 photos, you get an A. 90 photos would be right down, down, whatever. This half of the room, you're going to be graded on one photo. You get all semester to come up with your best photo. You're going to turn that in at the end of the year, and that's what you're going to be graded on. We would think naturally, at least maybe y'all are smarter than me, the way I think is, well, duh, you give me all semester to, to work on one thing? That thing's going to be incredible. But what his study found was that the greatest photos came from the group that got to do 100 because they were willing to try new things, experiment with new techniques, take photos of things they wouldn't normally have taken photos of while this group struggled because they could never fully satisfy the one image that was going to be the best. And so the moral of the story is where will our greatest content come from in the midst of doing it a hundred times over. If, if Rebecca tried to sit down and come up with the greatest YouTube video of all time, she would never do it because that's not how virality works. We have no idea what people are going to grasp hold of and run with. We have no idea. So for me, I want to be the fisherman that's like, while well, you put one hook in the water, I'm going to figure out a rig that'll put a hundred. Because I feel like I can catch more fish with a hundred chances than if I only give myself one.
And this is why it's become so easy for me to put out content every single day because I, I could not care less if it's going to be good because it's in my heart. If I feel it, I do it. Sometimes those videos get 11 views. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm supposed to be the expert. I can't get 11 views. That makes me look like an idiot. And then some it's 11,000. And some can get 11,000, right? Like, and, and I'm an idiot to, think, to say that I know how that happens. I don't. You have people, all of you, today, they're starting to buy a house and it's not with you. And it's not because they don't love you. It's not because they don't trust you. It's because you have shown up enough. Mm -hmm. And so until we can create a machine that can predict the future, <laughs> which is going to be super awesome when Jared invents this. He's already invented it. Right? Yeah, that's, that's why it's so good. He has this, he's this ball. Right? Until that day comes, I have no idea when my friends, when strangers, when colleagues are going to need me. So I just have to keep showing up. Whether it's a video or a photo, a YouTube video, a TikTok, a short, a story, whatever, right? So I know we've talked a lot about video. It, it doesn't, right? Video is the greatest form of marketing, but there's other things that work too. Mm -hmm. And so just start. Mm -hmm. Take action. The benefit of this room is if you guys leave here and take action, right? Not that you left here and took notes. Cool. Absolutely. Right? It makes me feel good. Right? That I said something worthy of being on a piece of paper. But I validate my success off of your action. So go take action. Good stuff. Uh, I, I love what you said about don't just wait for you know someone to come. You can't predict the future. Um, because it's 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 an offensive approach. Yeah. You're putting yourself out there, you don't know how many people see it. And instead of just being defensive, like, oh my gosh, someone says buying a house, I need to call them and try and be their friend and <laughs> all that stuff. So, Kyle, how can people find you uh, for people who are watching? I'm Coach sure. Kyle Draper, everywhere. Oh. Yeah, that's simple. That's everywhere. Simple. Except for my website, it's just kyledraper.com. I think I did buy Coach Kyle Draper. I think it redirects. Do you, redirects. But before we close it out, do you have a dad joke? Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Dad joke. My kids were repeating the same one about 30 times. I mean, then I do have one because my daughter loves this one. Everybody's heard it, so I'm like, wow. I want to hear it. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to lose it in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it would, be, it would be this one. Knock, knock. Okay. Interrupted cow. Interrupted. Move! <laughs> so there you go. That's all, that's all I've got. Awesome. There's a really funny dad guy that does dad jokes on TikTok. Is there? The, uh, that that makes me. Yeah, that makes me. Yeah. Just go to Laffy Taffy and get some of, <laughs> get some of the stuff. So, <laughs> fun story. And we, 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 we <laughs> So, when I was, when, was, when, I was a, when I was a pastor, you know, it was at a big church. And so, our, our church camp was six weeks of camp, not one week of camp. So, we spent half our summer in the woods in East Texas. And so, like, you lose your mind out there. Well, we would have Laffy Taffy joke nights where at midnight, when we'd be up in five hours, like, we're all sitting in the cabin, all the other pastors were eating Laffy Taffy and just telling Laffy Taffy jokes, <laughs> dying hysterically. Yes. And I look back and I'm like, these were not funny. Like, what? 
how did we sugar high? I mean, we do it for three hours. Yeah. We would sit there and laugh and like somebody pee their pants or laugh. <laughs> with Laffy Taffy jokes. It, so, so the one that I had to hear dozens of times over the weekend was uh, not that. Is that Joe? Joe. 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 Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.